This episode of Fermented Adventure the Podcast features Eileen Wainer of Tales of the Cocktail. We discuss and recap Tales of the Cocktail 2023 and what to look forward to in Tales of the Cocktail 2024 in New Orleans, Louisiana. Be sure to reach out to Eileen and Tales of the Cocktail and let them know what you thought about the podcast. Cheers! Ladies and gentlemen, craft spirit enthusiasts, and those interested in the intoxicating world of craft distilleries, cideries, meaderies, wineries, and the occasional foray into breweries. It's Rich Shane, and welcome to Fermented Adventure, the podcast, where we bring you the fascinating people that are making the mash, fermenting, distilling, bottling, pouring, and delivering to you some of the finest libations in the world. Before we get started, here are a few housekeeping items. Thank you for bringing the podcast into wherever you are and whatever you're doing. We truly are grateful that you've chosen to listen and make us part of your day. It would mean the world to us if you left a five-star review. This helps us climb in the rankings and it makes it easier for others to find us. Don't hesitate to leave us your comments as well. If the podcast didn't meet your expectations, tell us why. We're always striving to improve. You can find us at fermentedadventure.com. We are on Instagram and Facebook as Fermented Adventure. Email us at fermentedadventure at gmail.com. All right, FA Nation, let's meet our guests. Sheena Eileen Wainer. I'm Rich Shane. This is Fermented Adventure, the podcast. Eileen, welcome to the podcast. Thank you so much. I'm thrilled to be here. I am thrilled that you're here. I had to limit my questions prior to hitting record because we're going to talk tales of the cocktail today. And there's so much I want to know and our listeners to know following up from Tales of the Cocktail 2023. But let's start in the beginning. How did Tales of the Cocktail get started? Well, 21 years ago. Um, this year we celebrated coming of age in the industry in the US of A, legal drinking age. Um, we started as a walking tour an actual walking tour of the French Quarter in New Orleans uh, with a handful of really incredible industry leaders that wanted to found a place to have conversations, to explore spirits, to learn. And fast forward over the last 21 years, and we have grown to be the leading uh, drinks space conference festival in, in, in the globe, in the world. And, you know, we really are proud of our work and proud of the ability to convene this incredible, vast, diverse global drinks industry year over year in New Orleans. Um, and so we're we're now finally coming off of the sort of high feelings of, of, of tales in July and are really, really excited to reflect and then think about where we want to go next. All right. You talk about reflecting. And this was our first tales for Dawn and I and Fermented Adventure. And it seemed like in all of New Orleans, everyone walking around was a Tales of the Cocktail attendee with their lanyards. How many people attended? Talk about, you know, let's talk facts and figures. Yeah, yeah. Um, first of all, so glad you joined us this year. And hopefully um, you've also recovered. <laughs> it's, it's an intensive week. Um, let's see. Well, we we anticipate, well, Post-COVID world, um, we've been able to really reconvene the industry in a big, big way. And so this past year, um, we we haven't finished all of our sort of um, research with the University of New Orleans on our in, you know, economic impact and how many people have touched uh, New Orleans. 
but we had at least 50% more attendees than we did in 2022 that actually came through the conference space. And we know that impact is vast across the city of New Orleans. What's so special about Tales is that it's a week-long conference that happens in our host hotel. We work with the Ritz-Carlton. We offer um, 65 seminars through the course of the week. We offer tasting rooms at our host hotel. And then there are, you know, almost 400 events that are happening across the city of New Orleans, which is truly incredible. And these activations range from, you know, bar shifts to collaborations to spirited drinking and dining and is an amazing opportunity both to showcase local New Orleans talent and the tremendous hospitality that's happening behind the bars um, and restaurants in New Orleans, but also to juxtapose that with just these incredible, incredible industry leaders, bartenders, pop-ups, brands that are launching new products. It's it's truly amazing. And through that course of the week, we, I mean, last year, you know, our economic was, impact was 20, almost $22 million. We expect that to be even more this past year. And I expect there to be, you know, in the range of 20 to 25,000 people who've touched the city of New Orleans around Tales of the Cocktail. Um, but we look forward to publishing those results um, in, in the new year. It will be part of our sort of reflective report. That is really when you talk about that economic impact and the, the amount of people that descend on New Orleans, that's amazing. It's just, it's it's almost like the Super Bowl hosted <laughs> in New Orleans. And this is the way the city gets a chance to put on their best face and welcome all these visitors. But not only that, I think what it does is it gives New Orleans a chance to showcase what they're doing, what those bartenders are doing, what those restaurants are doing, and really say, if you like what we're doing now, come on back because we have a lot of things waiting for you on your next visit. You're here. And look, New Orleans is, I would wager, the hospitality capital of the world. Um, I know there are amazing bar and hospitality communities, but I'm a little partial. Um, And I think you're right. I think it's an opportunity for them to showcase what they've got going on. And I think you know, one of the things that is so special about Tales is just the collaborative community building nature of it. And so, you know, you'll have bartenders uh, from Singapore popping up alongside, you know, the staff at Justine's. And through that just collaboration, you're exploring techniques, you're exploring ingredients in, in, in different ways and use. You're you're talking about bar practices and how to be efficient. Like it just fosters such a, you know, important and collaborative discussion around how we continue as an industry to push ourselves to be better, to work together, to be innovative. And and that's that to me is at the heart of what is so special about Tales. What you just said is really interesting and creates this thought for me of part of our experience that there are people in the industry that we may not have heard of mm. and have not experienced their behind the bar craft and talents. People that we had not been introduced to yet that are making these wonderful spirits, these just over the top, how come we haven't heard of you yet kind of concepts. And for you know the, the consumer, the enjoyer, the, 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 the fan, it, it, it really is interesting that you, know, you can walk up to a bar or you go to one of these activations throughout New Orleans as you talk about, and you find somebody that essentially you get, you get to meet the rock star, but yeah, it's funny really. how it's like, how come I don't know of you? Or how come, you know, I'm in my little bubble, like we talked about, we live outside of Philadelphia. And, you know, we talk about 
the bartending community in D.C., where you're from and New York and these areas. But these people now get a chance to shine, show off their talents and become even more recognized with what they do. And that's so much fun. Oh, I I, I agree. And I, I think maybe the best example that we or one of the best examples. There are so many to pick from at Tales this year that I thought was really provocative and interesting was we did um, we had a partnership with the Singapore Tourism Board and we hosted a four day residency where we brought over four different bars that popped up each individual day. Um, Fura, the Elephant Room, Republic um, and No Sleep Club. And each bar popped up and served their specific drinks menu. And what you may or may not know is all of the drinks that are served at Tales of the Cocktail are created by our Cocktail Apprentice program, which I'm happy to talk about because that program is amazing. And that really, truly creates pathways for careers in this industry. But those folks probably have 300 recipes across the the conference that they, they create with moderators of seminars, with brands. Of that 300, 100 of those was to support the Singapore residency because these ingredients and these recipes were just so wildly innovative. There was a jellyfish martini that had essence of, you know, jellyfish in it. There was there were spices and uses of flavors that like our cocktail apprentice program and like the Marriott edition staff that came to support that now got to experience, got to, you know, explore flavor profiles and techniques that they just like truly would have never experienced before. And then similarly, all the, you know, cocktail enthusiasts that were able to come through now are like, oh my gosh, these bars are incredible. These individuals behind the bars are truly as craft, you know, as, as, as craft forward as, as chefs are and taking flavors and experimenting with those things. And I, and I think it, it creates a really interesting dialogue for consumers across the bar that are like, whoa, I recently tried these flavors. Can you explain to me how they build together? Can you make a cocktail that expresses those things in different ways? And I think I think there's a long road to, to making sure consumers remain you know, really curious and really excited about these things. And I think instances like that at Tales really push that, that conversation forward. You point out the apprentice program. And I have to say, so impressed oh, by so impressed and almost in a way, truthfully, I'm jealous. I'm envious because <laughs> their life experience or what they're setting themselves, their future up for is uh, again, the, the world is endless because of the base education and the experiences they're getting. Like I, I have a culinary degree from Johnson & Wales. So for me, being in the food service industry, being in restaurants, I know how valuable that is to have that exposure. Again, talking about some of these spirit companies and these bartenders and these brand companies, you get that at an early age. You get that world opening up. It gives you confidence. It gives you understanding of who you are. And it gives you this perception of there's a never ending opportunity of achievement out there. But to everybody we spoke to in the apprentice program had lots of, you know, they had, they were energetic. I mean, they worked long hours. They worked hard. Some of them, all they did was pour, they just poured ice. I mean, they were, they were, they were fulfilling certain responsibilities and bar backing and making sure lemons and limes and stuff was out, you know, but when you talk to them, their knowledge, their enthusiasm, it's infectious. And I think that adds to the whole Tales experience. 
I, I could not agree more. I mean, I think that's truly one of like the, the, the backbone initiatives that makes tales tales. And look, I mean, bartending is, is a career. It's a profession. And, and I think one of the foundation's responsibilities is to ensure that there are pathways where you can build skills, you can network, you can become part of this alumni group this illustrious alumni group with that has individuals that are leading, you know, leading the way currently, you know, folks, um, you know, like Megan Dorman in New York city, who's incredible. Alex, Day, all these folks that have come through this program and have really continued to give back and to mentor and to create opportunities um, year round. So it's, it is an incredible, you know, uh, professional opportunity on the ground, and you can do it for a couple of years and move through the ranks and, and enhance your management training and, and other aspects of the program. But it puts you in this incredible alumni group that you just continue to get additional opportunities. Um, and, and I think that is so critical to, to how we continue to create pathways um, in the industry. Eileen, you gave us a little taste of some highlights that stood out for you, but take us through that week. I'm sure there are a lot of them. Talk about some other highlights or experiences that you had that um, were memorable and made the event for you. Ooh, so many. One of a one of like it takes me a minute. I, I it's I okay. Like, this can be a three hour podcast. I'm Just telling tonight. you, like <laughs> truly, like it's such a whirlwind of a week. And I think one of the things I always tell people if they're going to consider coming to Tales is like, you got to build your schedule with a lot of flexibility, right? Like pick one or two things that you know you want to do each day, ideally a seminar or something educational, and then, you know, get swept up in it because truly that is what is is magical about Tales. Um, I think the first thing that I would that I would call out is, is our education. Uh, it is the thing that I think makes Tales truly distinct. Um, and we we create our education each year um, by opening up uh, a seminar submission period at the beginning of the year, which is about to open. So if anybody has amazing, great ideas, hold on to them. We're about to actually I lied. Today is September 21st. So um, we actually opened up our seminars on uh, last week. And so we'll keep those open through uh, mid-November. So anyone who has incredible ideas, please submit them. And our incredible education committee, which is made up of almost 30 international drinks industry leaders, helps evaluate that education and then ultimately curates the slate that um, we put on each year. And this year, I mean, some of the like incredible seminars that pop out in my mind are we had a mob of mentors, which was presented by Lauren Mode, if you didn't see, was absolutely phenomenal and is now on our YouTube channel, which, you know, brought out you know, Lauren and Ago Peroni and all these incredible mentors that, you know, truly talked about and reflected on what it means to them to have had a mentor in their careers and reflected on some of the best practices or lessons that they learned. Um, we had Agave Geeks Unite, which was an incredible seminar. We had the Daiquiri Effect, which had some technique elements to it. And Jan McPherson did his frozen techniques. Uh, I mean, we had an incredible Beyond the Bar programming, which really focused on um, really how you think about yourself outside of your bar work, whether that's financial literacy, whether that's mental health and wellness, um, sustainability. You know, I think the just variety and depth of the topics that we introduced this year, 
and truly like a new crop of industry leaders that have come up to really express their opinions and ideas was really exciting this year. That was something that I feel really, really proud of. And and it is a tremendous amount of work. Spirit Awards is always my favorite thing because it's like, it's like the Oscars, you know, it's like the industry celebrating the industry. Um, And I think this year uh, was just a beautiful, beautiful year. Tiffany Barrier's speech. I mean, get out of here. So incredible. So, so incredible. And such an incredible human being that is so deserving. Bands winning. I mean, it's just that that moment is such a culmination point of like all of the the building of excitement through the the week that just gets to be celebrated in that day. Um, I was also really proud of uh, we launched this year our Catalyst Luncheon, which was a sort of reimagining, reframing of what we did with Dame Hall of Fame. And we were able to uh, celebrate our honorees, uh, Tara Fogner and uh, Anastasia Miller, who are just, wow, powerhouse human beings that have really forged incredible careers. And they were able to share some really personal uh, stories. I think the activations uh, each year are just phenomenal. I mean, <laughs> Jack Daniels had ludicrous. had <laughs> Tales of the Cocktail this year. It was crazy. It was amazing. Um, and each of our night events are, are wild and, and they really are a showcase of what these brand portfolios can offer. And they really, you know, wine and dine and host, uh, bartenders and, and want them to understand what they're doing with their brands, want them to understand the depths of their products, want to build, you know, affinity in, in authentic ways. And I think each year that shifts the technique shift this year, there was so much AI at Tails, which literally, I don't think existed at all in 2022 programming, but that was something that I thought was just fascinating to see how, you know, how it's being incorporated into new technologies period and, you know, how it could be potentially useful for, for bartenders and for operators. Um, Meet the Distillers is incredible. And just all the tasting rooms and ways that, you know, brands choose to activate are just incredible. Uh, May Yeah, the activation that, RNDC did this year really focused on a lot of, you know, craft makers, which I think is a really important focus of, of tales is making sure we're incorporating the small makers and distillers up through the larger brands and ensuring there's a place for everybody at tales. Um, and I could go on. I mean, there truly, there truly were so many things and so many incredible, incredible people along the way that you just in the hallways, at Aaron Rose, which I hope you made it to, <laughs> you know, you just you just bump into and, and and that's just magical. Pardon the interruption. Thank you so much for listening to Fermented Adventure, the podcast. Could you do us a favor? Hit that follow button. It makes it easier for others to find us and it helps us climb in the rankings. Take a screenshot of the podcast, post it, tag us and let everyone know that you listen to the Fermented Adventure podcast. Now, Back to our podcast. Okay, if you're not feeling the excitement coming through the speakers right now, <laughs> then literally you're you're missing this because as you kept talking, you, you know, there's the the screen got brighter from it, just just your enthusiasm is infectious, and this is I think what you and your team bring to tales. It it's you plan all year for a week long event with a lot of stuff, a lot of moving parts, tons of things. And 
you know, there are those moments, like you said, that stand out. You don't know what it's going to look like until it happens. And then when you see it, it's like, I couldn't have even imagined how much better this could be. And it's even better. So, you know, what it does for me is it gets me excited for next year's tales. And I have to say, you talk about that experience and this was our first. And I would say those that are thinking about attending tales, don't think about it, register for it, just do it because what you'll gain and what you'll learn and experience is so very worth your time and the commitment to do so. But I, I also look at it this way. It, it, to me, it's like going into an amusement park and you see the big roller coaster from across the hill. And as you get closer, it gets bigger and bigger, but you don't know what to expect. Mm-hmm. And you get there and you're all excited to get in line. And then you get that queasiness as you actually sit in your seat. And then you go up <laughs> yeah. that first hill and you experience this euphoria coming down. And then at the end of the ride, you're going, I'm never doing that again. And by the time <laughs> you're walking down the way to, you know, look at some other rides, you're like, can we ride that ride again? I want to get back on that ride. And that's what Tails was. It, it just literally is a roller coaster ride. And yeah. truthfully, notwithstanding, you have to pace yourself through the drinking part because that's where it can, it really can become, at, at some point your body says no more, right? And I think for you and the staff, I mean, there was water everywhere to beat the heat, to beat the humidity, and to keep people well hydrated. And you couldn't have been more on point to say, you guys got to drink, you guys got to drink. And uh, one of the things I think that will come out of this is with all the drinking, people remain professional, people remain, um, you know, in control of their faculties. And that's something to say about this isn't just going to, hey, I, I get free cocktails. This is going to enliven, enlighten, and make for um, a, a growth experience. And I think that's what's important. And uh, again, I can't wait to get on the ride again, Eileen. I, I can't wait <laughs> to, to experience New Orleans at 90 plus degree weather with 100% humidity. I'm looking forward to getting back on that ride. So what can we expect for next year? What's What's in the plan? Well, I mean, we're back. We're back in New Orleans. It'll be 2022 or uh, 22 years next year. Um, and I think for us, like what we're what we're trying to do is um, continue to strike a really beautiful balance. Um, to your point of first time folks like you who came last year, roughly like 48 percent of our audience was brand new. We're newcomers. And so truly like half of our audience comes back for a second time. And then half of our audience is either new to the industry or new to the conference and come to tales to truly like experience the immense power of feeling like you are part of this global industry. And so for me, I, I only want to continue to fan that flame and build that excitement. And so we're going to be back with a similar amount, I think around 70 seminars. I think we're going to continue to offer really interesting technique seminars. I think those are the things that like the nerds in us get really excited about, right? Like how do you make sure that you know how to make a proper daiquiri that freezes the right way? How do you make sure that, you know, you're, you're playing with techniques and ingredients in new ways? Um, we're, we're really excited to, to take the lessons that we've learned over the last couple of years about the, the sort of trends that bubble up. What, we, what we've found through just sort of analyzing the types of topics that come up is we at Tales are usually about two years ahead of a trend really hitting the mass market. 
And so, um, you know, whether that's like, and, and again, this is because it's driven by the industry for the industry. So things that, you know, bartenders, bar owners are curious about, so submit ideas about, they catch fire at tails, and then they get to the mass market in a year or two after that. Um, so whether that's, you know, being excited about a new product or spirit category, I think there were a lot of unique spirits that uh, were at tails this year. So clearly there's a curiosity about like, what are those niche spirits? How do you get them to your point in, in the Baltimore's and, and Philadelphia's? How do we make sure that we're still like breaking into those things? What are the types of things you can do with them? I think the the feeling of our industry is getting more global or feeling like it's getting more global. We had an incredible panel um, this year uh, called Africa's Now. And I think there's just a lot of curiosity um, as an industry to see what regional communities that we've really not had a chance on a on a global level to interact with. There's a lot of curiosity. So I, I would expect to see more of that in the year ahead. I think we're going to try and have another residency like we did with Singapore this year, where you actually get to recreate those bars and actually sit across from the bar team that created these amazing cocktails. Uh, I anticipate seeing that again. Um, I don't know. I think I think we've 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 we have got an incredible baseline of what what makes tails tails, and I think each year our committees and our stakeholders push us to think, you know, more innovative, more uh, more creatively. We're we're playing around with an idea that might be sort of like a innovation lab that we might debut next year. We're we're toying with the idea around like how do we make sure that innovation becomes like a real focal point for uh, for the industry to explore through tales and what does that look like? How do we make sure that we're provoking ourselves to think about what the next five years, 10 years, 20 years looks like and making sure that we're creating space for those ideas? Um, I think I think we're at a we're at an interesting point um, where, you know, we're still in many ways recovering from COVID, but I think we're also at this really interesting point where there's just a tremendous amount of innovation happening that I, I think is only going to continue to grow. And I want to make sure that Tails looks at how we present education, looks at how what the format of that is. I mean, there may come a time where we don't have as many 90 minute or 60 minute seminars and we have more smaller format because the way that we learn as a society and as an industry evolves and changes. So I think we as Tails have to continue to be open to the feedback that we get from the industry around how we receive information, topics we're interested in, and make sure that we're prepared to sort of receive that and, and do cool, cool shit. Do cool shit. I mean, that's just like a mic drop right there, isn't it? So is that Innovation Lab the uh, the scoop of the podcast or is there maybe something else in the works that uh, you want to throw out there? Um, I think the sort of new things that we're really playing with next year will be that sort of innovation lab, creating more space for technique, creating more space for um, really showcasing maybe regional communities, bar communities that we haven't really seen before um, at Tails. Um, and I think those, in addition to the incredible depth of what we do for Beyond the Bar programming, how we create space uh, to your earlier point for non-alk low apv drinks to be a part of this ecosystem continues to grow year over year which i i love seeing um that space broadening to include more of the beverage space in the industry um and then i think yeah i think uh 
I think that'll be a natural evolution for next year. And then, and then look, we're, we're open ideas. We, we just opened our seminar submission period. So if you've got like a provocative wild idea, we're here for it. Let's hear it. I, I, I'm just want to, I just want to sit back and, and watch, but the one thing that did stand out that you talked about today, that it's an interesting concept or not a concept. It's an interesting thought that, I think it's very valuable for the community is financial, mental, Mm -hmm. spiritual, physical wellness, because Mm -hmm. nobody teaches that. You're not going to get that at, in in school. And, you know, you're making a lot of money in cash in some cases, and you're working long hours and you may pick up a double. And then somebody asks you to come in and open the next day. And all those things happen in this industry. And I think that, especially coming out of the pandemic, I, I think the the idea or the conversation continuing, because we had these conversations across the way at so many of these activations and a, a lot of the events, it, it just came up naturally in conversation about the holistic side of how, you know, people are looking to take care of themselves, uh, yeah. especially in a drinking environment, um, sobriety or low ABV or no, um, you know, no, no alcohol co- cocktails, mock cocktails, things of that nature. So I think I, I, I see that rising a little bit more to the forefront. And I don't know if that's something that you see as well. Absolutely. Look, I mean, the statistics, you know, paint that picture. Uh, younger generations care long or care more about session drinking, um, looking at op- options that are non-alcoholic options, but they still want to socialize. They still want to be a part of, of you know, the community that that's happening. And I think tales. Tales early on established a priority of what we call our Beyond the Bar initiative. And, and through that space, we've been particularly mindful about incorporating through attractive education, but also through uh, a lounge that we program with workshops that feature everything from Narcan training to, you know, physical wellness to how you tape, you know, with KT tape, how do you tape your body to ensure that, like, you know, you're taking care of your body through your shift when you're vigorously sh- you know, shaking or you're standing all day or all the things that like impact your physical self. We want to make sure that we're, we're, we're providing skills and resources around those things. Same thing for, for mental health. Um, you know, we've, we've both granted and partnered with organizations um, like Focus on Health and others who are really offering a lot of mental health services. Um, there are a lot of incredible organizations that that offer a lot of free resources that I would encourage this industry to really look into. You can visit our website. We have a lot of resources there. Um, and, and really it has to be a space where, you know, where we can talk about, you know, the, the stresses of being a parent in this industry, not having access to healthcare, to, you know, to a lot of the issues that continue to pervade this industry and make it difficult to sustain as a long-term career. And so we want to make sure that we're, both creating a space for that dialogue, but also for some solutions that that may be generated from this industry for for this industry. And so that beyond the bar space, and you know, both in education and in 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 our year-round programming, is is a is our way of dedicating both bandwidth and and you know, uh, convening power to address those issues. Eileen, I've been. I, I've been so enthusiastically excited to sit down and, and talk to you, and I'm grateful for our time that you've given us and our listeners today. Is there anything we haven't talked about on the podcast? Is there anything you want to share or about you or tales that we should know about? 
Um, you know, we're we're continuing to grow our global footprint, and I'm really, really excited of, uh, to be concluding a program that we just started with Singapore and looking into other regions of the world, which I can't quite debut yet, but are actively pursuing um, to, you know, I see part of our purpose is, is making sure that we are interconnected and we're creating this global community. And I think that's part of what makes Tail so special. And so we're really continuing to do that work. We're really continuing to to support this industry. We've got, you know, policy initiatives that we're doing um, behind the scenes as part of our foundation work to to try and advocate for workers in this industry for some of the topics we just talked about and beyond the bar. Um, you know, we're we're here, uh, you know, to to earnestly do work as a nonprofit uh, for the global drinks industry. And I think, you know, I, I encourage anybody who has ideas or wants to get involved to, to reach out. We've got number of committees um, that we recruit for every other year. And coming up in 2024, there's going to be, you know, quite a few opportunities to, to join some of these committees. And we continue to push ourselves to make sure we're engaging um, all aspects of our industry you know, seasoned leaders to emerging leaders to every aspect of how we participate, whether you work for a brand or you're a bartender or you own a bar. You know, we want to make sure each of those voices are incorporated, each of our committees, so that, again, we, we truly approach this work with a well-rounded perspective. So it's exciting. I, I love this work. Um, my team is brilliant. We are, I don't think many people know this, but we are a lean and mean, like under 15 person team that does this work year round. Uh, and a group of women and and just some of the most formidable, incredible souls that I've ever had the privilege to work with. And, and each one of them brings such passion to this work. So it's really a privilege. And, and I love this work. And, and I encourage anybody that wants to, to get involved. There, there's a place to get involved. I just want a second. Your team is awesome. And helping us and inviting us and, you know, welcoming us and, and everybody that came in contact, just continue to put on just all the things you're doing for those that want to find more information, you know, about the event, about what you're doing, the initiatives and all that, where do they go? Talesofthecocktail.org. There, there is a pathway for any of those things, whether it's cocktail apprentice program, which we are starting to recruit for in the new year, whether it's education, you've got ideas and want to submit a seminar. All of that can be facilitated through talesofthecocktail.org. Talesofthecocktail.org. What are the dates for 2024? The dates for 2024 are July, hold on, 23rd through 28th. Like <laughs> July 23rd to the 28th. Um, <laughs> it, it's specifically picked on the calendar because those are the hottest, uh, humidest days in New Orleans. So true. Dress, you know, pack lightly, you know, but uh, it's it was so much fun. And again, uh, I can't wait to get back on that ride. Can't wait to see you and your team, your incredible team uh, in 2024. Dawn's already saying to me, really, we are going for the whole time again. But uh, yeah, I mean, I the one thing I can say, Eileen, is that you're not going to do everything. And some of those things that you mentioned that I'm like, I didn't I didn't get the jellyfish cocktail. Where where was that? You know, <laughs> um, but, you know, you talk to people the next morning and you're like, where did you go and what did you do? And you're like, oh, my God, that sounds cool. And then you're like, oh, well, what you did sounds cool. And, you know, the things you had, the things you'd met, the people, you it was just a lot of fun. So thanks for being a friend of Fermented Adventure. We can't wait to see you in September. Uh, not September. We can't wait to see you in July. And uh, just keep making the world a better place through your tales of the cocktail. Well, thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you.